Daha. It's the O Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, CW, and today we're talking about Wrestle Buddies and other wrestling toys. Thank you so much for listening. Hit that bell on YouTube and make sure you subscribe to the podcast on any and all platforms. I would appreciate it if you tell a friend about it. Anyway, I was walking through Walmart with the family and we stumbled upon some wrestling toys. And apparently Walmart has their own sort of signature WWE toys. It's called WWE Superstars. It's like old school, like squat chibi like uh wrestlers you know they have undertaker they have macho man they have uh bray wyatt in a gimmick i've never seen him in he's like a carnival what 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 are the carnival hosts what are they called ringmaster he's like a ringmaster or something um there's ted dibiase and i believe rick flair and the ultimate warrior and papa shango i can keep going anyway the toys brought back memories of you know, having those old, old, old wrestling toys that did not move with with zero, zero. <laughs> what is zero? Zero articulation where the legs didn't move, the arms didn't move. They were in a, a perpetual like, I'm angry. Uh, I'm going to shout at the, the moon stance where their arms were out and their legs were out. So it was silly that you can smash them together and, you know, make them fight. But yeah, nothing moved, so you couldn't put them in any other poses. Those were the type of toys that I had. Those were the type of toys that I loved. I remember having a Junkyard Dog and a Hulk Hogan. The Junkyard Dog was a gigantic Junkyard Dog. He was big and I think uh, this weird plasticky rubber where he was very shiny and very stiff, but you can you, he had like some give to him, so if you pressed it, it felt kind of like a rubberized skin. Uh, and he was that he had completely no articulation whatsoever, but he was huge. He was at he was like a 12, 13, maybe 14 inch action figure. And then I had the normal size, like eight inch Hulk Hogan, who the only articulation he had was at the hips, which looking back makes, you know, no sense. Like you can swivel his hips completely around so that his ass was <laughs> in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> but his legs, knees, feet, nothing on the bottom moved. It was always, you know, stiff. And then his arms, they didn't move up or down. They were in like a, again, I'm screaming at the moon. Why did this happen to me pose? Uh, his arms out, outstretched, but nothing else moved. And uh, you can turn his head. So you can turn his hips and his head. So what I would do is I would turn his whole waist around so that his ass was where his crotch should be. And then I would spin his head completely around so that he was looking at his junk. Like he, his head was facing his back and his junk was back there too. And then I would just pretend that uh, Junkyard Dog completely ruined him for the uh, WWF Championship. These are the games you have to make when there are no articulation in your action figures. And to be quite honest, there was a lot more creativity in the way you had to play when you couldn't do anything. Your brain had to work overtime to make sure that you were having fun. You were like, well, I guess, you know, they've been frozen by, you know, some sort of Mr. Freeze, but you, you just had end up pulling in other action figures. Like Mr. Freeze froze them so that they can't move. And now that they, ha they have to fight for their freedom in a frozen state, who knows? I don't know. 
Anyway, I've gone down a nostalgia rabbit hole. Fast forward, I'm standing in Walmart again with my children and my wife, and I'm staring at these wrestling toys, and I'm like, I'm going to buy these because there was a Papa Shango, there was an Undertaker, old school Undertaker, and there was an Ultimate Warrior. All three I simply had to own. I had to have them. I had to keep them. I wanted them. And as an adult male who does surround himself with action figures, it felt right. I was like, okay, I don't own any, you know, memorabilia, any wrestling uh, action figure memorabilia. So why not get these? They kind of look like the old school toys I used to play with. I'm getting them. So I picked them up and there I looked in the back and I wanted a Macho Man. Obviously, Macho Man's great. He tags the end of the show. I was like, it would make sense for me to have the Macho Man. Of course, Macho Man wasn't there. Uh, they had Ric Flair. I didn't really care for Flair. Ha, rhymed. And so I was just like, whatever, I'll get these three guys. They are currently behind me on my mantle. They're wonderful action figures. Now, while I'm having this nostalgia trip, my children, uh, being the small people that they are, were looking at the shelves below knee level. And the shelves down there near the floor had wrestling buddies. I don't know if you guys know what wrestling buddies are, but they are what I just described, but plushy. There are, you know, pillows with wrestlers on them that you can beat up. And when they first launched, I think it was in the late 80s, early 90s, wrestling buddies were all the rage. If you had a wrestling buddy, you were the shiz. It was at a time where they were really, really, they, when marketers were really, really pushing like the kind of my buddy type thing, like the, the dolls for boys where they were like, well, girls have all these dolls. So why don't boys have like buddies and friends, uh, as play things? Like we have all these dolls. Let's just slap a, a boy's head on them and let's sell it to, to the, to the guys. So that's when, uh, my buddy came out. That's when the wrestling pals came out. That's when Teddy Ruxpin was being really creepy and, and weird reading tapes that you stuffed in his gut. Uh, it was a it was a fun time. Marketing was fun back then. Uh, <laughs> but they my kids see a sting wrestling buddy and I'm like, oh, snap, they are wrestling buddies. Now, I did not have a wrestling buddy growing up. So, again, I get kicked in the nostalgia and I'm like, look, I need to fill that that gap in my life that was obviously left and I didn't know I had to fill it with a wrestling buddy. But they were AEW Sting wrestling buddies. And I don't know about you, but I don't care about Sting. I've never cared about Sting. I never will care about Sting. It's just me. I don't know. I, I didn't grow up with, uh, you know, steeped in WCW. I didn't care. But my kids were like, oh man, dad, we need to get this. My daughter's like, I want to kick its butt. Does it have, uh, and her first response after that was, do they have a Bianca? Her favorite, quote unquote, favorite wrestler is Bianca Belair. So I said, well, you got to look. I don't know if there's a Bianca Belair. Is there a Bailey? And I'm like, baby, I I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I can't see it in there. So you have to tell me what's in there. And all the while, my infant son is like picking up Sting and throwing him across the aisle. And I'm like, he gets it. He understands what that thing is for. And I almost bought that sting on principle because it seemed like <clears throat> my son was going to use it for, you know, what it was for, which is to kick stings face in. But at the end of the day, I opted to not get it, not because they didn't, you know, 
deserve it or because I had some vendetta against Sting or even AEW. It's just that my daughter has a favorite wrestler, and if there's a wrestling buddy for that one, I would get it. And if there were other wrestling buddies, I'd rather have one that, you know, I can relate to inside of uh, this house. So maybe if they had an Undertaker, I would have gotten it. Or if they would have had an Ultimate Warrior, I would have picked it up. I remember seeing the old Ultimate Warrior and Undertaker and The Rock wrestling buddies when, when they started putting them out. They kind of cycled them in and out every generation. Because I, I remember the ones that my generation had. And then I remember kind of like the, the Attitude Era-ish, like going into um, quote-unquote Ruthless Aggression Era when they had John Cena uh, wrestling buddies. They kind of just say, hey, we have all these uh, blank pillows. Who can we print on them and make some money? And it just, you know, it always comes down to the top stars. So there's always an Austin. There was always a Rock. There was a John Cena. Now, for some reason, AEW found that stash of uh, human-shaped pillows, and now they're just printing Sting on them because there was nothing but Sting. I'm almost convinced that they, the the public bought every other good one and then just left the Sting one. Because look. When it comes right down to it, why would you want to just beat up an, on an old man? Sting is an old man. And I, I don't know about you, but I don't want to teach my kids to to kick the crap out of old people. Anyway, did you guys play wrestling toys growing up? What kind of wrestling toys did you have? Did they have articulation? Do yours have articulation? Let me know in the comments. Thank you so much for listening. Tell a friend. Tell two friends. Subscribe. And remember, I'm your friend. I'm your friend, but if I ever see you in the ring, I can beat you, don't you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah!